Alright, hello everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is the third installment of Major Weekender, and on today's episode, we have Rhythm and Elsa Michaela. What's up? Dari, thank you guys so much for coming in. Um, um, the episode's out, the song is out. Um, for everything that people did not see in the video, yeah. this would be a good way for them to find out more about y'all. Yes, sir. So, uh, Rhythm, starting with you, who yeah. you are, and. Uh, Yo, so it's me, Rhythm, and uh, actually, my real name is Sharia. I've been in the music industry for about like 10 years and yeah man I mean I produce I mix engineer and I write as well sometimes as artist so I was once you know Mm -hmm. branding wise my name was Shoria and then I switched to Rhythm so a lot of people are curious about how I got the name right yeah so basically it's my love for rhythms like drums there's always been my strength so there's a reason why I switched my branding and now go by the name of Rhythm. Uh, and say any notable works people might know you for? Oh yeah, uh, well I worked with pretty much quite a lot of the local cats, but uh, I think in particular I would say my boys from Memo Tree, Rajit, uh, Young Raja, Fari Jabba, and uh, I worked as well with uh, Shigashe very closely, and a bunch of other artists as well. It's quite a lot more. All right, and uh, Elsa, uh, for those people who do not know who Elsa Michaela is. Hey, uh, so as you know, my name is Elsa Michaela, and um, I'm a singer-songwriter and also a f- aspiring film composer and producer, music producer, mm-hmm. music producer. And um, I, uh, unlike him, I've actually only started um, like in being in the music scene for about maybe four years-ish. Mm-hmm. And that, so, that's like being like an artist itself or producing for people like like, like your introduction. Artists, okay. Yeah, artists and like trying to release music and <laughs> just writing more music. Just being more serious about um, an, being an artist. Yeah. Since the start of Circuit Breaker, what have been the new habits that you guys have picked up in the months of staying at home and working from home and uh, like how has it affected your job <laughs> and new things that you learn and new things that you do every day now? Uh, habits actually I, I don't think I picked up new habits I think it's, it has been like the same throughout like no new, new cooking no new like exercise regime every day uh, at home no man like <laughs> I mean I've been I, I was cooking for a while like when you know we, we had to stay home for mm-hmm. during the circuit breaker then it's like um, I mean I just got lazy to, to go out because like the, 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 the fact is that we can't really go out yep. and we can't really like we only can buy food and then go home right so might as well order in or like just cook lah yep. and like usually when when I cook then I just order in the the ingredients so everything is ordered so I just stay home and then do my music and I, <laughs> I do more music production then cause like I realise I have more time like do you end up writing like a, a lot more original stuff uh, yeah. for yourself or like producer stuff uh I write some I actually do more production than mm-hmm. than writing at that point in time cause I wanted I wanted to improve in my music production skills. Cooking yeah. the beats. Yeah. You heard. <laughs> beats. Uh, like, like, uh, like uh, for people that don't know what kind of uh, music that you actually play or produce, like, uh, what's your style as a producer and artist? Um, what's my style? I think more pop R&B. I'm mm-hmm. very, very heavily influenced by pop R&B and also a little bit of hip-hop because um, when I was younger, I used to dance a lot with my cousins mm-hmm. and like, they always listen to hip hop music, so I mean, I'm I'm bound to like yeah. you know pick up something. 
So there was a lot of influences because I was kind of like the young one of the young youngest okay. like cousins. Yeah. So I had a lot of different different influences. Okay. Uh, any key key uh, artists or producers you want to give a shout out to? Right for now, it? right yeah. now I think Jojo, mm-hmm. Jojo and Jacob Collier. Okay. Cool. Uh, and rhythm. Uh, well, what have you? What's new with you since Circuit Breaker? Breaker? Yeah. I guess uh, there's a lot of alone time, right? Mm-hmm. There's all this time that I think I went to go back, you know, to scratch from learning a lot of new stuff about production. Yep. You know, and the the crazy thing is, it's so good to see how all the major music making companies are building subscription based uh, plugins. Yep. You know, so whenever I see something online and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta find out what's the purpose of it. I'll yep. just get it. I'll rent it so that, you know, splice you of your rent to own. Yep. And then there's all these other plugins that go for a subscription. So what I do is, I take one and I spend about a week mm-hmm. to kind of get the whole gist of it. But, you know, just improvise on the knowledge of I feel that there's so much to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we think we know a certain thing, but actually there are different, different depths to it. How mm-hmm. to apply it is a different thing, right? Yep. And I guess I've been, you know, uh, reading a lot as well. Uh, is there a go-to sites or, or, or places that you go to or videos that you watch that it's like, a, it's, it's your, your go-to places? To actually, the crazy stuff? thing is, yeah, the crazy thing is I was looking for some equipments for myself, right? Yeah. Like audio equipments. And then I, I, I've uh, chanced upon this website called Equipbot, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Equipbot. So it kind of tells you which artist or which producer uses a certain gear, yep. right? Oh. So I was like, yo, man, I want to know what like <laughs> Drake's producer 40, yep. you know, uh, my idol Timberland as well, and all these other producers, songwriters as well. Mm-hmm. What mics are they using? What preamps? What like uh, gear or tool they're using? Mm-hmm. So what I do is I'll be like, oh, okay. If they use a certain sound, uh, like equipment, yep. what is the certain sound they achieve from it? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, sometimes two producers could be using the same material, yep. or the same gear, sorry. Yep. But then it sounds different sonically, mm-hmm. right? So I try to ask myself these questions like, okay, if I were to use, let's say, something that's similar, mm-hmm. what tone or texture can I create using this certain gear? Okay. You know what I mean? And what could that be of my sound that I could tell people like, okay, listen, this is my take on this certain sound. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of doing a lot of research, geeky research. Yeah. You know, I've been watching a lot of infographics. <laughs> you know, man, that's a rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Like you learn certain things, you go into the depth of it. I think I just want to be less ignorant. Yeah. So anything we all, is, we yeah, all want yeah, to yeah, everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> we just want to be random, like anything, you know, because general knowledge keeps you informed mm-hmm. and you're always on your feet. So I think like the whole circuit breaker, it was me trying my best <laughs> to know myself and the world around me better cool yeah during circuit breaker google is like our best friend <laughs> yeah 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 but, uh, google google <laughs> and youtube okay uh yeah so when we were picking uh artists and producers to be a part of my weekender um like the stuff that you've been putting out recently rhythm has been great and also elsa has been consistently putting out music for like the last last year itself uh and besides both of you guys having a great track separately, yeah. putting out tracks called Just Us, yeah. um, what were your prior impressions of each other when you found out that that's who you're working with? I mean, uh, for me, it's it's exciting to work with someone new, mm-hmm. right? 
So I, I've, uh, for me, it's the way I approach it is what are the exciting things that we can do from apart from our comfort zone. Yeah. Like it's always about coming out of your comfort zone. So whether she's in the same lane I'm in yep. or not, mm-hmm. I don't really think about that. Yep. I think about creating stuff that's already out of my comfort zone. So mm-hmm. that sort of mentality kind of keeps me pretty much I, I adapt well in the studio. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like, you know what, let's go. Yeah, It's about time. Yeah. yeah. And for yourself, Elsa? Um, I think it was pretty um, eye-opening. You know? mm-hmm. And I was I was also like um, coming in with an open mind. So yeah. like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really know who he was before this. So I, I it was kind of like a, a fresh yeah. thing. So yeah. like, you know, I'd, like this is the first day I meet him and like we're going to write a song together and like I don't really know what kind of songs that he like or like what kind of um, uh, what, what's his inspiration yeah. bef- and to, to write songs and stuff so uh, yeah it was it was just kind of like um, it was kind of fun and it was very interesting because I recently have been doing more collaborations okay. just like with friends and um, just people I've, I've met recently or whatever mm-hmm. and then and then I had this chance to work with him and then I heard his track um, yep. Just Us as well oh, right you. And then I was like, oh, this, you know, this production is really good. So I was, I was actually quite keen to, to come in and... You heard. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, Mr. Man. Worldwide. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we can get into that. Uh, it's like for, for the, the people listening um, and you watched the, the episode, um, actually there was a whole segment that we filmed uh, this bit where Elsa is referring to rhythm as... DJ as did you call it like the whole time and he was not having it like she it was the thing that she played out for like two days in a row yeah uh, <laughs> and like and it was funny and stuff but in the end it didn't make it just didn't fit in but like for a- anyone listening to this right now Shoria Shamar does yeah. look like DJ Khaled, but better. Oh I man, can, I get it. I can actually like Google the photo right now. Yeah, just like I get Khaled, I get Naf, <laughs> I get a bunch of people. No, but dude, yeah. you really look like DJ Khaled. Right. Like, I didn't believe them at first until but like I saw like. Dang l- <laughs> Is this good enough? Boom. <laughs> like boom. <laughs> I think your feet's fresher. Yeah, yeah, man. Your feet's fresher. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So Elsa, you, you, you studied music in LaSalle and you're a tree musician. Uh, how has school, music school, helped you with your course as an artist? Um, in a way, I think it, makes, it made me think a lot faster in terms of um, what I want in my music. Mm-hmm. Um, especially uh, in terms of chords or like just hearing out yep. things that I, I imagine and then being able to actually... Um, how to say like manifest it into like actual yeah, like, product yeah like or you actually manifest, utilize the yeah. stuff you learn from school yeah like. so so then um I don't know actually I think uh I'm still I'm still pretty um slow mm-hmm. in terms of like uh this kind of things it does help it does help a, a little bit but like I think I'm still a bit slow um, were you trying to do music before school or is it only like uh, when you went to school and it's when you to start being an artist like after that or you wanted to do m- I actually wanted to I actually wanted to do um, art, like be, uh, I actually wanted to be an artist but then um, that was like when I was in secondary school and then that was so that was my vision right like yep. I wanted to be an artist I wanted to um, write songs and release as an as an original yeah. artist 
but I didn't know how to get there and also uh, but you were still singing then like you were already yeah, singing I was, stuff. I was singing but uh, at a point in time I was actually I actually had another plan like I didn't plan to go into LaSalle mm-hmm. I wanted to go into something else like uh, finance no man like, <laughs> I, I actually wanted to be like either um, architect or like uh, any, uh, what, what, what else do I have I can't remember I think Sonic Arts okay. in Republic Poly but after that I didn't get into them so my mom just my mom told me that I should go and try for LaSalle like, yep. and my my sister also actually because she was in NAFA okay. and then she told me that LaSalle had a, a really good um, pop diploma yep. and then that I should just go and try so, so, I, so you have a diploma in, in pop, mu- pop yeah, music yeah pop diploma cool um, so I I went to try uh, mm-hmm. an audition for mm-hmm pop diploma and then, and then I got in and then from there then I got more exposed into mu- the music scene in Singapore yep. and more than more than that it's just like more than the artist scene itself so actually at first I think I was more exposed into more like the, the gigging and bar uh, being uh, singing at bars and stuff like that yep. and then afterwards um, like I started to venture on my own into um, artist career Okay. The, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. Releasing your own music, like <laughs> it's tough, man. Like, is, is I, there no? Is it? Isn't a module on like like proper uh, like like releasing and stuff or? There is kind of like a module, but like it's 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 kind of like a little bit too simple mm-hmm. than what it is actually. So okay. like it, they don't they don't go into detail on it. So like I don't really know a lot of things about releasing how to release your music I think like music myself. marketing yeah. like all like yeah. the real like from the scratch you know when you yeah. put out a song the real life to things. which DSPs to pitch with you know all that other stuff I don't think they would teach it in mm. school and like contents and like you know yeah. making contents for yeah. yeah for people to come and watch you and just yeah, yeah those kind of things how do you build yourself as a brand you know what yeah. I mean yeah. that is because in, I mean I think I think they want you to like try to explore that yourself because I, yeah. I don't think they can tell you how yeah. to because it's an ever changing industry yeah, yeah. You know, how you market yourself this year it wouldn't be the same next mm. year you know what I mean yeah and those mo- so, school modules so they don't yeah. update it like after every few yeah. years so, right? it's your I own mean, study la, for sure yeah then, and then afterwards I went into music composition so yep. it was a totally different you know it was totally a different industry yep. it's like it's not even pop music anymore so yeah and then um, I think and then the other thing that I learned actually I think is like recording just okay. like like being in a studio and recording and like uh, being at home recording yourself mm-hmm. it's, it's so different yeah. Uh, yeah like especially when there's another guy at the other side of the wall yeah, yeah. stress it's, it's crazy um, stress a bit more yeah. stressful like at first it was more tr- stressful but now I think it's a little bit better because okay. I kind of get used to it like, like do you while. feel a little bit more comfortable like being the person singing to the other side or being the guy behind the booth the person behind the phone. Um, I as think of now. <laughs> as of now, I think it's the other side, like okay. like singing. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. So moving on to rhythm, my man. Yes, sir. You've been in the industry for a long time, building your brand and working at your own pace. What are some of the advice you can share with young producers to avoid the trap of being burnt out and jaded? Yeah, man. Uh, to be honest with you. The one thing I'll tell all my fellow producers and artists and friends out there in the music industry is the one key that you need to have within yourself is you need to believe in yourself and your work. 
and not let critique, you know, bash you down. You know, the thing is, you need to know that whatever you are creating is an expression of yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I realize majority of people, you know, they they feel very defeated by the process. Yep. The reason why they feel defeated by the process, they you know, they have all these questions: Is it good enough? Mm-hmm. You know, will people like it? Yeah. So all these things are external, mm-hmm. and I feel that whenever I make great music, it was just me myself telling like, "Yo, I enjoy it." Yeah. Because when people see you enjoy your own product, they will be like, "Yo, yeah. that's fire." Yo, man, I see it. Yeah. You know. So <clears throat> for me, the the real advice is be yourself. Mm-hmm. Always believe in your work process. You know, if you make changes. Don't be too critical on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. L- it, it, you know, day, music is a form of art and yeah. an expression. It cannot be, you know, people will tell you, oh, it's a product and all. I, I think scrap that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take it as step by step. Every time when you work on something, let it incubate in you. Mm-hmm. Let you let it sit in it. The process needs to sit. You know, people nowadays, we all like, oh, we need to rush for this. I need to rush this deadline. I need to mix this and that. That's when the true art is gone. Yeah. It's like, yo, you're just working through time. Yeah. And forcing your creativity is, I feel, it's like a cancer. Like, it's yeah. just bad. Like, it just goes nowhere, mm-hmm. right? So, my my way of saying, uh, like, you know, I would share the advice is to always be calm, patient, mm-hmm. you know, believe in yourself, your work process. Don't, uh, you know, end of the day, you need to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. And always know that, you know, for good things to happen, it takes time. Mm-hmm. So don't beat yourself up about, oh, I'm getting old. I'm no, no, no. You know, all these other things that you know hit. Like we tend to get so anxious for no reason. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, man. Like just, you know, when you're giving a block, just stop what you're doing, sit down, relax. Mm-hmm. This is what it takes to for you to come back stronger, not to go harder. You know, of course, people will say, oh, but that's like giving up. I don't think that's giving up. Yeah. That's you telling your brain, okay, I got to relax. Yeah. I'm not hitting the right spot. So, you know, when you, the moment you take a break, let's say you go to the kitchen, you eat something or you watch a Netflix show. Yeah. Suddenly, boom, something snaps in your head. And mm. then that idea is built from nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's what we, we sometimes actually just need to take a step back. And, you know, I feel in, in a way we need to learn how to take a break. So, for me right now, yep. I used to go really hard. Yeah. Like, every day, I'm just producing back, forth, back, forth. But nowadays, I have told myself, in a day, I only work a certain amount of hours. Yeah. And Saturday, Sunday, I don't work at all. Mm-hmm. Just don't do anything. Yeah. And that has made me, f- in, in a way, much more creative. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like uh, the process that I, I, I approach my work right now is... There's a sort sense of elegance, mm-hmm. class. I feel like I'm flowing. Of course you are. Yeah, of course, man, my man. So yeah, man. Like I, I would say, always believe in yourself. Have self confidence. Yeah. I think another thing is that like um, people tend to, uh, like once they once they don't like something and then mm-hmm. they give up on it and yeah. then like the thing is that like you're always improving every day. Your yeah. ears is always improving. Your yeah. taste is always improving. So if you don't like what you did before. This, that's because I think your your taste is just improving. Yeah. So, like, I I think don't don't even like be afraid to release your music. I yeah. Think if you yeah. don't like it, 
are like after you release then you don't like it it just means I that, think it's like, pretty natural to like, yeah. put out stuff that you'd be like at this point in time this is the best mix this is like the yeah. best one yeah. right yeah. and a year later this is trash this is dog yeah. shit yeah. and yeah. I can't believe I put that out and people heard that yeah, but yeah, yeah. like at least you have a little bit of like a vault of yeah. like, that's the only way for you to see your growth you know yeah. Yeah. you put it out next year you put something harder but that doesn't mean like that previous year that music was irrelevant it was relevant yeah. to yeah. how you were at that point in time mm-hmm. yeah so it's not trash but it's you know it's just at frames the content, yeah. different frames of your life yeah yeah Um. Yeah. so like from people watching like the episode itself you know on the first day you guys did like a R&B July retrack and then <laughs> I think the day is ended uh, you come back tomorrow and then <laughs> boom uh, rhythm switches it up you know yeah like being a versatile producer, how do you stay inspired and keep sounds you put out fresh? Are there your go-to plugins and softwares that you could share with the listeners? Yeah, uh, most definitely, man. Uh, I think the idea is you... I Over the years, I've realized in terms of arrangement-wise, mm-hmm. less is more is the concept of mm-hmm. winning. Like, mm-hmm. the moment you crowd your production there's not much room for vocals, you know, there's mm-hmm. not much room for a certain sound, right? Yep. So I feel that, always remember, arrangement is not about how much you add to it, mm-hmm. but what is right and fits at that, you know, that specific segment of a song, you know. Yep. I realize arrangement is everything, you know, structure is another thing. Uh, for, in terms of production-wise, I guess, right, you know, I used to go really hardcore on composing, on synthesizers and everything, yeah. you know. But over the years, as I'm becoming my own artist as well, I I've kind of, I would say, dumbed down my production standards. Yeah. Like I be honest with you, I you know I use splice. Yeah. I use uh outputs arcade, but mm-hmm. recently you know I just got back the whole fire of going nerdy on that like yeah. you know composition. So I've been using a lot of uh, Arturia, mm-hmm. the V collection. And I use Anasynth mm-hmm. by Sony Academy. And uh, for my drums, you know, it's it's always how I feel for a certain record, right? Mm-hmm. So I usually have, like, you know, my drums made in contact or battery, you know. And for me, I think very important is the mix. Okay. You know, how you mix the vocals or, like, the arrangement every sonic uh, sound that is coming out from a record right, it needs to sit really well together it's all about the gluing element and the gluing yeah. element is mixing you know what I mean balancing and yeah you know there are a lot of plugins nowadays there's a lot of production tools anybody can make music to yeah. be honest with you it's just your choice of sound so my good practice for, for other people who I, w- I would just recommend is you know you could just go to the top 40s of hip hop pop R&B right listen to the top five or ten top five to ten songs right kind of break it down in your head mm-hmm. like what was the arrangement the structure uh, and always look out for a gimmick sound I, you know there's always one element in the song that just stands out yeah and that is kind of like the whole driving element of a song mm-hmm. so you need to find one driving element that's from the start to the end people feel it pulsating throughout the whole record yeah so I always make sure that there needs to be that one thing right then the rest of it is just a balance and harmon- harmonizing everything together you know what I mean okay so yeah cool um, yeah uh, were there any experiences from the weekend that didn't make the final cut besides the DJ color one for you guys 
I guess I think it's just I, w- I was supposed to do a verse. Yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, I think I was supposed to do a verse, but yeah, then, I was actually looking forward yeah, for yeah, your voice so beginning as well. No man, I mean like for me, I think it's just um, I'm very into the element of writing, mm-hmm. and I take really long to write. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even lie. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I, it's at that point of time when we were working on my Chula weekend, I was also working on my own records. Yeah. So it's too like huge difference in terms of records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was already locked in that zone, right? Mm-hmm. So for me to snap out of it, yeah. to write this record, yeah. I don't want to force it. Because yeah. I have to get out of that element that I was in. I was listening to my own records. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, also just like vocals and lyrics, yeah. I need to be honest. Like. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, can, I, I don't want to push it when it's not me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But producing is always in me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that is what I do. But the artist part thing is I can only be able to write if I'm in the element, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, I'm sure there are future records that will probably work on or something, you know what I mean? So we can definitely write. But Even for that point, I think that's the only thing that didn't probably work or came came about okay. was writing mm-hmm. my own parts. Yeah, Yeah, I, like adding on to um, the, yeah. the, the releases that you were talking about as yeah. your artist, stuff and producer, what can people expect from you? Yeah, man. So uh, recently, I've you know I just put out a a fun comedy like as a I worked with my friend Harvind from mm-hmm. Malaysia, so we just released like a, a, a anthem kind of record called Cocaine Puppy, mm-hmm. and then I I'm working a lot with Zamira as well from Malaysia, yep. right? But locally, my boys, you know, I'm working very closely with Sugar mm-hmm. on all these new stuff. I uh, did a project with Young Raja as well. And also, I've been working with John as well, you know. So ever since I'm in Zendel, I've been coming out here to, you know, collaborate with him as well. And yeah, there's a bunch of other artists as well. Probably going to be working with her more as well, you know. Oh, so, that's, that's, yeah. that's great, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and also, Michaela, what what can we expect from you? I have two more songs coming out. Uh, collaboration with two of my friends. Nice. Two different friends. Three, actually. Uh, is it a surprise yeah. or you can... Give her a hint of it's a who the name Surprise! Okay, like cool. coming out soon, maybe. Uh, d- this year. Yes. Any rough dates? Rough, rough timelines. Hey maybe man, leak the like, dates. <laughs> <laughs> maybe about like end September, close okay. to um October. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Uh, to wrap things up thank you guys so much for, for joining us uh, any final last words for the Yo, people thank you for having us man uh, I would like to give a shout out to National Youth Council NYC uh, Zendel Productions for you know hosting us and mm-hmm. giving us a great spot to work at and definitely much love to Majula Weekender it was a, definitely a great stage and platform for us to kind of collaborate and create you know so I really look forward to future uh, installments of the Majula Weekender. Boom. And uh, Elsa? Yeah. Well, once again, thank you for having me. Um, thank you, NYC, as what he said. Um, our songs is out on Spotify and all streaming platforms. Go stream it now. It's called Start Over. Yeah, you're gonna stream it, share it on social. Follow her, Elsa Makela, and me, Rhythm Social. Boom. <laughs>